Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the Pivot Point Millennial Transitions. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you're having a good week. I don't really have any introductions for you guys today other than to say I can't wait to get myself back into a routine. I know you guys hear this from me all the time and you're like, girl, get yourself back into your routine, but it takes time because I don't want to just like push everything all back out at once. You start with little things. So like for me, I start with like my daily devotions, my digital planning and my journaling. That seems like I could do all of that at once, right? Um, And then it's just like setting certain boundaries for myself on what I need to do to begin the day and to wrap up the day. So those things will come in um, next. And then all the filler stuff can go in the middle, like daily stuff that I have to do. But like it doesn't have to begin my day or end my day, if that makes any sense. So um, I'm just getting back into that rhythm once again um i hope you guys are having a wonderful week i believe by the time you get this episode we will either be in march or maybe it'll be the leap year day i can't remember at this point my brain is like so fried um but i wanted to just go right into today's episode which is having a relationship with your parents in your 30s so as millennials I feel like our relationships either get completely awful in our 30s with our parents or they completely get better in our 30s with um, our parents for me, I feel like my relationship um, with my mom has gotten like significantly better in my 30s than it was in my 20s and even my teen years. Obviously, um, we always see our parents as like the villains when we're growing up because they're the ones that are stopping us from doing all the bad things that we want to do. Um, despite it, I just remember... Um, boyfriends that I wanted to have that my mom stopped me from having um things that I wanted to do that my mom stopped me from doing and in retrospect she um was doing the right thing by me but when you're younger you just don't see those things you just think that mom's like getting in the way of your happiness but really no she is trying to protect you from being a crazy wild person Um, in life and so for me I feel like now that I'm a parent and also I'm a little bit more mature and wiser I understand my mom's perspective on a lot of things I also understand her as a person which makes it a little bit easier for me to kind of like pivot sometimes not all the time because me and my mom we love to tussle she she is a very strong Gemini um, and very strong, opi- uh, has strong opinions. Um, she always tells me, she goes, I'm going to tell you like it is. And if you don't like it, oh, well, that's just me. Um, and I love that about her. But for me, I'm kind of just like, can we placate that a little bit, though? Could we like sugar it up for some people? And to a certain degree, you shouldn't have to like 
sugar up what you're saying to people if you feel a certain way you should be able to have the confidence and the security in what you're saying and the facts to back it up to be like this is how I feel and this is why I feel that way about it um I'm still learning that at the old age of 33 um but my mom's got it down packed and she could care less she stand, she stands by her work she will never back down from anything that she says unless she is completely wrong and she realizes it and you've explained it to her then she will um somewhat apologize but um there is a certain way you go around having those conversations with your parents and I feel like most millennials out there have boomer parents. Um, at least that's what I call my mom. Parents that were born in like the 50s and the 60s. They're boomer parents. Um, so their way on life is so much different. They still think that you should be able to just, just have um, one parent working in the household, have the nice car, the two kids, the house, dog and everything, and still be able to save money. But they don't understand how life was back then for them has significantly changed and I know they're living in it obviously they see how expensive things are but I just don't think they get like the quantifiable um impact that it has on us as millennials because we were taught you know you gotta go to school get the degree get the good job put your years in and then retire and that's not the case nowadays a lot of us millennials we have side hustles we have part-time jobs we're doing anything and everything um to be able to get money in our hands to provide for ourselves and that wasn't like that back in the 50s and 60s like you didn't have to have side hustles in order to live you could just work your normal week and your wife would be at home cooking and cleaning and that was enough to survive um but I go into all of that to say that sometimes that is um it plays a big role in having a good relationship with your parents in their 30s, just understanding their point of view and getting them to understand your point of view. For me, I feel like my mom understands certain things to a certain degree. I don't think she understands the concept of working from home. That is like really weird to her. Sometimes she'll like come in the house um, and she'll just be like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, I'm on a meeting. You've got to be quiet. Um, and she just, she doesn't, she doesn't understand that part. Um, but again, she's in her seventies, so I don't expect her to really understand that too, too much. Um, but like that wise, that kind of like relationship wise, it's, it's, it's a growing process. I think the parenting and the being a person, um, in general, um, that relationship is very like good because I feel like my mom understands the type of person I am and respects the boundaries that I've put in place for myself. I'm not the type of person that, um, like I'm a very active person on social media. I love social media because I'm just the type of person that has like a big voice and I like to like voice my opinions and try to help people, um, when I can, but I don't, let everybody know what's going on completely in my life and my family they are the and not saying my family like my immediate family not my husband my kids my mom but like my family in general like my mother's side of the family um they all live a little bit closer to each other and tend to know everything that is going on in everyone else's life and for me 
um, that's like a boundary that I have up. Like I don't want everybody knowing every little thing that's going on in my life. I am a person that um, it's not that I don't like criticism. I just don't like people nitpicking at my life. And to a certain extent, the way I live my life may not be the same way other people would live their lives. And it gets a little tedious. I feel like I have to like go to bat to be like, I'm trying to provide a good um, life for my kids. And this is how I live my life. And this is the boundaries that I have for my kids. And we just, my family and I, and I always used to tell my brothers this, um, especially my older brother, when he was alive, he passed away. Um, when I was two months pregnant with my oldest child, but I used to tell him all the time, our, me, you, and my younger brother, we are so completely different than our family because I think it was because the way my mom brought us up, she moved us away, um, from Boston and that's where most of my family is. And we, we moved to the, the North shore, you know, we, we're in that area where, it's a completely different lifestyle. It's a completely different like language, to be honest. Um, it's all still English, obviously, but like people from the North Shore are completely different than people that live in the South Shore, are completely different that live in the Metro West or um, Boston, like downtown. Like it's a completely different vibe. How you're raised is completely different too. And I think my mom did that purposely because she just wanted her kids to have a little bit of a different life. And um, I'm thankful that she did that. I love growing up in the North Shore. I don't know if I could be a Boston city girl. Um, it's a little too crazy for me. I will venture out there for like dinners and fun stuff. But like then I come back home to my little cocoon and um, I rest. But, you know going back to the whole boundaries thing. Um, my family is just a little bit different when it comes to that. So they, they like to like want to know what's going on in your life without having to ask you. And my mom is usually very respectful of not giving away things about my life or about my family or about my kids or my husband that like, I don't want my family members to know because number one, if you're asking my mom about that stuff, why? Why aren't you coming up to ask me about it? You know what I mean? Um, and number two, it has nothing to do with them. I feel like a lot of the times we all live our lives for other people where that is so draining and exhausting to do on a daily basis. If I lived every single moment and made every decision solely based on someone else's opinion of me, I would literally be nowhere in life. And number two, people are going to have an opinion regardless. So you might as well do whatever you want, not do what other people want you to do because you're always going to have a critic. So what's the point of having a critic if you're following someone else's expectations of you versus following your own expectations? Um, but like I said, my mom does really well with like those boundaries. And I do really well with trying to not push her to be a different person and what I mean by that is is millennials were going through um breaking generational curses right we're the curse breakers um we saw the things that we didn't like about our childhood and we're not saying that we had a horrible childhood but we're just saying we saw the things that we 
didn't like in our childhood and we're healing from it and we're passing that stuff down to our kids so that they don't have to um, go through that stuff. There's certain instances in which my mother and I would have conversations when I was a young child and um, her big thing was, you know, because I said so, not really giving me an explanation to things, basically making me feel like I'm just a child. I don't need to question anything. I just have to do stuff. And to a certain degree, I do certain stuff with my kids like that, but like I give them an explanation. So like, this is why we're doing it. This is because these are the boundaries that I've set in place with you. Um, and this is how we run our household and we don't accept that or we don't accept A, B, and C or D, E, and F. Um, I I know I try to steer away from being because I said so. I will do that when I am aggravated, especially with my oldest. If he like asks me something repeatedly and I've already given him an answer as to why, um, I'll just say because I said so in like aggravation. But usually nine out of ten times, my husband and I will try to explain to them why we do certain things or why we don't do certain things like why we don't allow you to go over your friend's house by yourself or why we wouldn't let you walk to school by yourself stuff like that um but yeah going off in a little tangent I just think the um generational curses that we are trying to break may sometimes feel like a dig to our parents but I never want my mom to feel like that so like when I am doing something and I explain to her you know this is the stuff that like I didn't like growing up because it put me in this position I never want my kids to feel like they were put in a position um where they were uncomfortable or they weren't able to voice their opinion and that's very difficult for you to um navigate as a millennial because number one you don't want to hurt your parents feelings you don't want to feel like you are basically saying oh you had a horrible childhood and everything sucked about it and you know you did horrible things that's not it well life is a series of iterations right um you go through a cycle in your life and you see what was good what was bad and you take away the bad and you start implementing more of the good and you go through another iteration of life and something else will come up that was bad and you'll know how to change it and like try to do it again. It's like working through a problem. You have to go back, apply what you learned this time and do it again and hopefully it comes out right the next time. Um, that doesn't mean to say that I don't have my own faults um, as a per person and as a wife and as a mother we all have our own faults nobody's perfect but you learn from these iterations on how to go through life and I tiptoe and navigate that conversation I feel like with my mom um very well to a certain degree I feel like when I was just starting out with a mother as a mother I um, did not navigate those conversations very well and it led to us having some pretty heated debates um in my first couple of years as being a parent because it's just like you have this idea of what you want to be as a mom as a wife and whatever and like nobody can knock you down off your pedestal right um but what you're not realizing is there's a certain way to go about those conversations that doesn't have to end up in you being disrespectful to your elderly parent and we still navigate um 
those conversations. My mom is a Caribbean mother and um, Caribbeans tend to just like speak however they want. Like they don't give two shits. And um, that's just that's just how she rolls sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, you can say that stuff to me. That's fine. But you can't go out there saying that stuff to other people. It just doesn't work. Um, and I feel like she's navigated that a little bit in her day to day. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it when it comes to, um, relationships with your parents in your thirties. I hope all of my rambling, ranting and raving, uh, ranting and raving resonated with you guys. Um, I just when I talk about that stuff, I don't want it to feel like I'm talking about it in such a like dictated way. Um, this is just how my mind works. So again, what resonates with you, take it. What doesn't, that's cool. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of the Pivot Point Millennial Transitions. Don't forget to follow me on IG at Millennial Pivot. My postal box is there. If you'd love to send me some snail bill about the show, I would appreciate it. If not, my email is millennialpivot at gmail.com. As always, thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you in the next one.